I'm Jessica Hutton, and it's Mind Shift Monday. Welcome to the Own Your Singleness Podcast. Today is Monday, and on Mondays, we focus on shifting our mindsets concerning love, sex, dating, relationships, and life in general. Our goal is to challenge you to renew your mind so that you can change your behavior, create the life of your dreams, and prepare for true love. If you're ready, let's shift. Good morning and happy new week. Welcome to the On Your Singleness podcast. Today is Mind Shift Monday and I am so excited about it because I get to share somewhat random ideas about love, sex, marriage, and owning your singleness that I may not necessarily share on a Thursday episode. And today I want to talk to you about life satisfaction. Now, for those of you who don't know, I'm the founder of Live and Love Enrichment. The Live and Love and the name are acronyms for Live Intentionally, Victoriously, and Excellently. That is LIVE. And the focus in that part is to help single Christians develop into holistically happy, healthy, and prosperous individuals. And LOVE, L-O-V-E, stands for Love Overflowing in Vitality and Ecstasy, which is all about helping those same people and the partners they attract as marriage prospects to develop relationship skills that will enable them to nurture stable, satisfying, and sustainable marriages that last a lifetime and glorify God. Now, I'm all about living and loving well, but I realized that lately I've been talking a lot about the struggle with singleness, and I wanted to break that up today by helping us refocus on the benefits of singleness, particularly its innate opportunities. Now, I firmly believe that singleness affords us an opportunity to live intentionally, victoriously, and excellently, and to become people who are holistically happy, holistically healthy, and holistically prosperous in their lives. And I think the key to doing those things is to own your singleness. So what does that mean? It means we need to focus on increasing our life satisfaction and well-being, which is what this Mind Shift episode is all about. Now, I write about life satisfaction in my book, On Your Singleness. There's a whole chapter devoted to it called The Life Satisfaction Pillar. So a lot of what I'm going to say today is coming from that book, and I want you to tune in and take notes, okay? So life satisfaction is the subjective assessment of an individual's overall attitudes and feelings about their life as a whole. It is the degree to which a person determines how positively or negatively they feel about their quality of life, specifically regarding how rich, meaningful, full, or high quality it is. We evaluate our life satisfaction based on whatever domains of life we consider to be most important. Now, most of the time when we use a tool to evaluate our life satisfaction, such as the will of life, people measure their life satisfaction by evaluating the following domains money and finance, career and work, health and fitness, fun and recreation, environment, community, family and friends, partner and love, growth and learning, and spirituality. So right now I'm finishing up a live and love planner that is focused on life satisfaction, well-being, and relationship readiness. And in that planner, I've included a relationship readiness will of life that measures similar domains of life satisfaction. So I want you to stay tuned for that. I just had to put that in there just to let y'all know what's coming. So anyway, the purpose of the will of life is to increase our self-awareness and give us a starting point for creating goals that will help us live what we consider to be 
enriching lives. It also helps us think critically about how we want to present ourselves to the world and how we want to experience the world according to our uniquely determined standards of of a life worth living. Now, I imagine that as a single person who wants to be married one day, you want to enjoy every moment that you're alone. And so you listen to the Own Your Singleness podcast because you want to do just that. You want to own your singleness. You're committed to living well and thriving while you're single because you know that how you live now will directly impact how you live and love in your future marriage. And since you want to enjoy a stable, satisfying, and sustainable marriage that lasts a lifetime and glorifies God, you regard your personal development and overall well-being with high importance, as you should. Because not only do individuals with greater life satisfaction and well-being enjoy their single lives more, but they also tend to enjoy their married lives more as well. That's because for better or worse, who you are and how you live while you're single carries over into your marriage. And you know my position on this matter. Happy, healthy, and prosperous individuals become happy, healthy, and prosperous spouses. Thus, if you want to love well and thrive in your future marriage, then you must commit to owning your singleness and embracing it as an opportunity to live well and thrive. And for the purposes of this episode, that means just what it sounds like. You've got to live. Y'all, 2020 ends in 46 days. For some, okay, Well, probably for most people, many people at least, that is going to result in a sigh of relief. For others, it'll be a wake-up call. And for the few remaining people, it's just going to be another opportunity. So what is it going to be for you? I have to admit something. I almost jumped on the bandwagon of complaining about how horrible 2020 has been. But that's just not true at all. God has blessed me tremendously this year. The beginning of this year, I started out with a vision to get clear about my business goals. Specifically, I was focused on living, love, enrichment, and I wanted to hone in on my message. Who do I serve? How do I serve them? Why do I want to serve them? And I really wanted to give up on living, love, enrichment multiple times because I'd been working on this vision for over a year. And then God gave me so many wonderful ideas and he just kept sharing these ideas with me and nurturing these ideas within me. And I've persevered in that work and I'm very passionate about it. And although I haven't necessarily achieved the outcomes that I was seeking or hoping for this year, Live and Love Enrichment has been a success and Own Your Singleness is a part of the Live and Love Enrichment umbrella. So I'm very blessed in that. And not only that, I left my full-time job to focus on developing my business. And even though I gave a month notice and I had some money saved, I expected to basically, after I finished developing my business plan and all those things, to just jump back into work. (laughs) And I was hoping I'd be able to go back to my last job since I gave a notice, a month-long notice, and I was successful in my work. But not only did my previous job not take me back, but my field, social work, didn't even take me back. So that grieved my soul. And so there were uh, uh, there was a month coming where I was like, I don't know how I'm going to pay my bills. I didn't have any clue how I was going to pay my bills. And yet God provided for me. He provided funds from all over the place. And it was a blessing. It covered all my bills. Basically, the whole time I was unemployed, which ended up being... I think two and a half, three months, God covered me every single month. And part of that covering was 
um, I, I got my first client for my other business, Visionary Blueprints. And the interesting thing about that is I was not at all focused on Visionary Blueprints this month, this year, because I wanted to give all that I had to live in love enrichment. But I got my first client with Visionary Blueprints and they paid me my ask. They paid me my full ask. And not only did that cover my month, but it covered multiple expenses. And then just when that money was about to run out, I got hired for a job that paid me 40% more than my previous income. And not only that, it paid me 40% more, but it was a shift in industries. So although I am still a social worker, I am a licensed master of social work, um, and I care very much about everything related to social work, I've shifted into a career, which is technology now, and I get to use everything I've learned in social work, my passion behind social work, and I get to apply that into the work that I do now. And so it is an excellent opportunity, and it pays me uh, $30,000 more than the job that rejected me. So God has been really good to me. He's made a way. And I've been able to participate on a national podcast. I was invited randomly to be on the Grit, this Grit and Great Grace Life podcast. So I encourage you to go listen to it. And there's just been so many great opportunities. I started my YouTube channel. I started, I restarted my Instagram. Things have been going well. And so even though I wanted to jump on the bandwagon with other people, about how horrible 2020 has been. It's just been the exact opposite for me. And I, I can't do anything but give credit to God because he's been good for me. He has blessed me tremendously. So when I think about the upcoming year and the days that we have left, I feel excited because I see it as yet and not another opportunity to sow more good seeds into every domain of my life and reap the harvest of the good seeds that I've sown this year and in prior years. And more than that, I see it as another opportunity for God to show up and show out like he's been doing for me all year long. And I still believe he's going to continue doing as this year continues. So with that, I want to encourage you and challenge you to take ownership for your life satisfaction and decide to live. I challenge you to decide to live intentionally, victoriously, and excellently as unto the Lord by capturing your vision, owning your goals, and deciding to follow through on your commitments even when it hurts and even when you think it's futile. I want you to persevere in fervent prayer, study God's word, and spend time with the Lord. Reflect on all the things that have gone well for you this year and write them down. And if you have not, and if you must acknowledge everything that's gone wrong, either reframe the experience with the lens of how grateful you are that it wasn't worse, or think about how you can make it better from now on. These are things that think about the things that you have control over. What you don't have control over, you should give to God. And even the things that you do have control over, you should give those to God too, because he'll help you through it. So basically, if you have any control over the things that went badly for you this year, then take ownership, do the best you can with what you have, ask God for his grace and his mercy and persevere. And basically be who you are, enjoy your life, Keep the faith, don't give up, and live with anticipation for great things to come. You can own your singleness and increase your life satisfaction by assuming positive possibilities. Learn to assume that positive things are possible. Adapt to growth and change and create action plans that will help you increase your life satisfaction. 
The assumption of positive possibilities is the capacity to believe that if good things are possible, then it can happen for anyone who believes. So let me read an expert excerpt from my book. It's in the Life Satisfaction Pillar chapter, and it says this. Assuming the positive possibilities for your life is merely reframing your experience and changing the story you tell yourself. The stories we tell ourselves about our lives influence the outcomes that we produce in life. That's because our stories, whether positive or negative, influence our beliefs and expectations about how our lives will unfold. Recall each single lady typology has its own list of mindsets, behaviors, and tendencies that created barriers or pathways to true love. The purpose of those lists was to show you how influential those factors are. Whatever you focus on will influence how you behave. That said, the more you meditate on positive possibilities, the more likely you are to engage in behaviors that will help bring positive expectations to life. If you meditate on positive possibilities more than you do negative possibilities, then you are more likely to do things that will help bring positive expectations to life. When you reinforce positive beliefs, it inspires the development of new positive habits. So start telling yourself a different story about your life. Tell a story that empowers, encourages, and inspires you to live and love well. That's because our minds believe what we tell it to believe. So when we find ourselves struggling with negative thoughts, we must speak a different positive story and then your mind will align with your words. Keep doing it until your inner dialogue is good and helpful. Think about all the good things that can happen if you focus on making the most out of your situation with your long-term vision in mind. Your future is the product of your thoughts, beliefs, and subsequent actions. If you uphold the possibilities for your future in mind, you can experience the dynamic flow of progress-focused behaviors. Those behaviors will improve the quality of your life. So if you can see yourself living and being well, then you increase your capacity to do just that. And to end this section with a quote that I wrote in the book, it says, when there is a vision or bright image of the future, the people flourish. And that's from David Cooper writer, who obviously adapted that from uh, the proverb, which says, where there is no vision, the people perish. So basically, I want to leave you with this. Let your vision be clear and own it. Because when you do, you will enjoy your life more regardless of what's happening around you. You have been strategically positioned for such a time as this to live intentionally, victoriously, and excellently. So decide today to do it well, and you will reap a harvest of holistic blessings one day. So live well now and love well daily. God bless. Thank you for tuning in with me today on the Own Your Singleness podcast. My name is Jessica Ann Hutton. Whether this is your first time or if you're coming back for more, I encourage you to subscribe to the podcast so you can listen to some great content, have fun, laugh a little, learn, and just feel empowered to live and love well. It would also help if you left a review. I invite you to go wherever you're listening to this episode and leave us a comment and review the show. Tell me what you love about the episode or better yet, tell me what you want to hear more about in the future. And then finally, if you'd like to receive daily inspiration, encouragement, and strategies to live and love well. And if you're eager to connect with people who are on a similar journey, then join the Own Your Singleness Facebook group. And don't forget to follow us on Twitter and Instagram. I provided links to each platform in the description. Until next time, live well now and love well daily. God bless.